Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many yeah, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, here we go, folks. Welcome back. Mount Muspire, uh podcast. Don't really brand this today. Not football, not basketball, <laughs> what we're doing. Uh, website for all the sports stuff we do, mwr.com. Website, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. I guess Facebook starts Mount Muspire. Is that correct, Matt, since we have a new rebranding? Because I got hoodwinked or scammed on something about six months ago. Facebook.com slash Mountain West Wire. You should be yeah. good to go. Go there. So we got, we're not talking football today. We're not talking basketball. So it's like, what are we talking about? What do we do? Well, if any listener knows what we've been doing the past couple of years, we sort of do a uh, music sort of episode. It's myself, obviously Matt, and then our buddy Brandon Blake. Hey, say hello to everybody who we're all about the same age. It's always like we know most of what's going on with this stuff here. So say hello to the folks that you're back joining us for a kind of a random, fun, different type of show. Hello. Hello, everybody. I'm back <laughs> and looking at this bracket. I, yeah, I feel old. I feel old. Well, <laughs> right? I feel a little old. <laughs> I have thoughts on what should be included and what's not included. So we'll, we'll let Matt kind of take the lead of this part here. So I'll give the website really quick. It's from MarchXness.com's website. So March, just the letter X, NES.com. We've been doing two this for a couple S's, actually. What, what is it? It's two S's, N-E-S-S. Oh, apologies, I can't read it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, just go there, MarchXness.com. They've had a couple of past couple of years, like grinds, one hit wonders, fads, all sorts of interesting, uh, bad songs as well. But now this year it's called Plaidness, which if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. Mostly I'll let Matt go ahead real quick here, but it's kind of like a grunge type bracket. Is that kind of the best way to put it? Yeah, pretty much. Um, and and we're maybe I, maybe <laughs> I can, maybe I can lead off by saying, by, by quoting, you know, my old graduate thesis chair, Stephen Church. Who's, you know, been a kind of a yearly fixture in, in writing with this, uh, this tournament because it basically March Exness combines three of his greatest loves, essays, music, and single elimination tournaments. Like so, it. so like you mentioned in the past, you know, they've done, you know, one hit wonders. They've done, you know, bad music. They've done, you know, goth music, things like that. So this year, like you mentioned, all about grunge, which I was excited for because 
you know, more so, I think, than a lot of the other brackets that you know, we've touched upon in the past. This is the stuff that I grew up with personally. So I'm very, very interested to see how things shake out and what people have have to say about it. I would agree, too. Like, some of this is not all of it, but the style of bands I've been on here are kind of what I mostly listen to, I guess, a little bit. Um, and you can tell, like, from what bands from this area era carry over to – because what's the time frame on these mostly – or what? What's the earliest? Late 80s on some of these? Yeah, so yeah. – so it runs through the methodology a little more in detail on their website. Um, but the idea is like you take songs from 1988 to 1998. And, you know, and as you go through it, you'll obviously see that, you know, obviously there are some of the big heavy hitters that you would expect to see in a tournament like this. But there's also a lot of other bands that, you know, you might consider them more grunge adjacent or, you know, more, you would more closely identify them with like other genres of music. But, you know, they all came about within this same era, you know, the kind of the late 80s or early to mid 90s. And they all have in common kind of like you know, the musical aesthetic, like the crunchy guitars or, you know, the the lyrics and what they're usually all about, like, you know, anger, or, you know, the need for freedom and things like that. So, so, so what, like on their face, you know, there's obviously a lot of similarities from or differences rather from song to song. But as a group they all tend to share kind of the same tendencies and, and, and ideas and things like that. What so I like to, oh, what do you got, Brandon? Oh, I was going to say to, to sort of what Matt, what Matt's point to, to the music of, cause I'm like most of you guys. Um, this was basically the music I came, I grew up along watching with, watching aside with it. And I also like that. This is the most, basically if you're of our age and if you have, the remembrance of the late 80s, what most of this music was the antithesis of. It was basically the answer to uh, hair metal. Basically, the yeah. big excess of, you know, party LA scene, like Poison and all those <laughs> groups. Um, basically, all those big hair groups that did The ballads. rock ballad stuff, ACDC kind of. <laughs> well, not even ACDC. Well, well, so- not even ACDC. I, I was thinking Poison. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, think think poison, and this bracket is the total like antithesis of it. And we'll probably get to some of these. So that makes sense. So who do you think, Matt? Like, is there bands on here that shouldn't belong that made the field? So I mean, I don't know because it depends on you know how far afield your tolerance for grunge is. So like, obviously, you know, some of the songs are a little mellower than others. And, you know, when you think of grunge, you tend to think of it as having an edge. And so, you know, you look at some of the some of the songs in the bracket, like, you know, Collective Soul, for instance, I think is a really good example where it was definitely came it came up in the middle of that era. And it definitely has kind of shades of that little, you know, like the heaviness in the middle of the song, especially. Um, But, you know, on the whole, you think of it as being a little more muted than, you know, something like a Nirvana or something like that or. You know, Green Day, I think a lot of people tend to think of them as being more closer to like punk or pop punk and things like that. Um, so it really just kind of depends on your tolerance. But I mean, I off the top of my head, no, um, I didn't really see anything that really stuck out like a sore thumb. I would say like um, it depends to like and some, some of us will get to as well. Like when you look at some of the albums on here, it's like. Like we were talking before about Nirvana because they are obviously probably the most popular one that this genre essentially them Pearl Jam, 
uh, kind of the offspring, but they're kind of what you just mentioned. Like, look at what Nirvana's does. Like, I felt like what two songs they have on here was it in bloom. And what was the other one? Heart yeah, Shaped Box. Yeah, so it was so Heart Shaped yeah. Box. Yeah, and so Heart the idea Box. is that they began with about 125 songs, and and a lot of those were solicited from from people like me who were really interested in being a part of the tournament and writing essays for these different songs. So like, just as one example, like I really wanted to write about even flow mm-hmm. from Pearl jam. Like if I was going to write about one song from the era, that would be it. And so I put my name in and I, I encouraged them to put it on the list. And, you know, obviously I didn't make the cut. Um, and they ended up going with the other, and the, the person who p- picked Pearl jam ended up going with the other song that was on the long list. Anyway, I don't know. I mean, cause I mean, you, I think the, a lot of the obvious names are there. And so you really have to go and look at the long list and see, you know, if there are any deep cuts on one hand that, you know, you're like, if you were really super into grunge back in the day, you would ask yourself, well, why didn't they get there? Um, but I mean, on the whole, the bands are there. I think I like, I put before, I, think, like, I felt like lithium should have been on there or Nirvana over anything else. Mm-hmm. I think that's more towards this like that, or even penny royalty kind of cause a guitar type thing at the beginning. Like those just like I guess as one example, I, I was very surprised that nobody ended up picking Filter. Interesting, yeah. yeah. From you know, because the the one song that I think best fit the era, the only song that was on the long list was Hey Man, Nice Shot. But I could see why they wouldn't, because one, it's kind of an offshoot of Nine Inch Nails, since you know Richard Patrick came from Nine Inch Nails, formed Filter, and that was kind of their first big song. Well, and, and we got and Foo that, Fighters and Nirvana too, so that's kind of the same thing right. too. So why? But that tends to together. that tends to be more closely identified with uh, you know industrial rock and things like yeah. that. Fine, <laughs> but I think but I think you know the tr- the trade off right. is that you get a lot of you get a lot of the, the the bands that are from earlier in the era, or you know bands that. You know, in 2021, you may not have remembered off the top of your head, but are nonetheless important to kind of that whole scene. And also, I'd like to just throw in, um, Mad, you mentioned groups. I, the one that I, looking through this bracket, who, um, and I'll get to the one who I feel won't get to it. I'll say who don't belong in this bracket, you know, because the bias is included in this. <laughs> um, I was surprised I didn't see Faith No More in there. And maybe that's just really showing my age, but I figure a band like, to me, like Faith No More was a part of sort of that time period. Mm-hmm. If you said, I mean, if you said anything, I haven't looked at their discography in a minute, but they were more associated with that. They started in the 80s, but in the, you know, carried on through most of the 90s. I was surprised I didn't see them on this bracket because musically they were sort of a lot in line. They're probably more a lot in line with a lot of the late nineties music. But mm-hmm. I would have I was kinda well, MC Faith no more on there. But everybody else on here I'm except for the one we'll get to. No, we'll Whoa, get to, ooh, to it. we got a one that should be completely um, X out of here. <laughs> yeah. Um especially because it's go who it's going up against. Uh but surprised I didn't see Faith No More on there. Again, you know But every everything else seems Okay, I, I would say like your point up like some that are close like you have Pearl Jam who it's not really like this year Pearl Jam might not have like Red Hot Chili Peppers somewhere and I know it's the people pick making the pick like I want to write about this particular song so it's more about here are songs I like and I want to write an essay about and so not that it narrows the field but it could not whatever it happens people have their choice in music and stuff but it's kind of uh, interesting that nobody would pick well I guess whatever if you're going to submit whatever Matt how you said you got to submit the way you want to write about 
But Pearl Jam being there, the song fits fine, but it's also odd to see no Chili Pepper songs on there, even though they have a, they have a quite range of what they do, like from Under the Bridge or Californication are quite way different from what they do. And so that's just kind of one little note, not note, but like something I noticed where, and kind of the offspring a little bit, but they're more actually fit in here. But that's what I kind of thought, like, that's kind of surprising seeing Pearl Jam and some other stuff in. Can I just say this? I don't like Alice in Chains at all, but I had to pick them winning like two songs just because. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm not a fan of it, but, like, the song's not bad, but, like, I just don't care for it too much. But what they're going up against, I'm like, well, it's still better than that. <laughs> so that's the only couple of things I had, like, seeing a couple formations. Like, even, like, going to Weezer, it's kind of the same thing. Like, they're kind of way out, not out there, but they're kind of just different. I guess their guitar riff fits into it. Like, is that how it works, Matt, I guess, with some of their songs? Just because of the at the end of the game that screeches off till, the, till it's done. <laughs> Yeah, I think, you know, what Weezer does maybe more so, because they, you know, on the website, it lists kind of like the different things they were looking for. There's that loud, quiet, loud dynamic. And I think Weezer does a really good job of moving from one to the other. It's just kind of like, you know, the, the kind of the, the real soft part that, because I think that, what is it? Say it ain't so is the song yeah. that's in the. Yeah. So like, of course, saying it is so it opens and it's really mellow and then it gets hard and then it goes back to being mellow. And then that's, you know, that's something that you definitely see a lot of in, in a lot of grunge music. So this went from, you said 88 to 98? Yeah. Had it gone one more year? Well, okay. I have a quip then because what do you, because one of my favorite bands, listen to Blink 182. And so, Enemy of the State came out a year after because in June 99. I'm looking at it right here. That's why I know the dates. I just don't know it off the top of my head. Just because I'm just not that guy. But <laughs> one of my favorite things they've ever done, I don't know if you guys listened to them, but their album with like Dude Ranch is like probably my favorite of anything they've done. Mm-hmm. And it probably would fit perfectly to this. This ended up in '97 when it came out, but it wasn't super popular either. But if I go through that, like, there's a ton of songs that, like are probably better than anything they've done since then, like a handful. And so I don't. It's again, it just comes down to preference of who wants to do what. It has that one song. What is it? Everybody knows that song, "Damn It," essentially. But everything like that one probably. I think that would fit perfectly in here. But again, it's just kind of who's going to pick and who wants to write about it, I guess. But that's like one band. Like if they're going to pick one song, that's what probably the only one that would make it. Because everything else it would be super obscure, relatively speaking, unless at the time. And even like it's never on the radio except for that one. So that's kind of one bit I thought that could have fit right in. But unless you really were focused in on that band and that one song and knowing the time frame, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Because that one would have easily like for me, I think that fit fine. It would have probably for me won the whole thing because it's like one of my favorite songs ever. But that's just me. And I don't I'm not writing a nonfiction essay in a song. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, Matt, really, what are the essays about? Like what's the – because you've done one before, correct? No, right. I haven't had a chance to. Oh, That's why I was Sorry. hoping to do it My this bad. time around. <laughs> what's the, I apologize to throw you under the bus. I thought you did one like two years ago, but what are they, uh, so how does this work? Cause the voting starts on March 1st. What are the essays kind of about? Like, since you're in the process of trying to get into it and I've read some here and there, but like, what's their, not the purpose, but like, what is the well, essays about? Like, it's about the song, but like kind of what more in the song? Like, what are they trying to pull out of it to tell people their story? Well, that's why I liked writing nonfiction. That's why I went to graduate school to do it is because you can kind of take it in any direction that you want. And just as, as an example from past tournaments, you know, just drawing again on my, on my old um, thesis chair, Stephen Church, you know, he, I think it was two years ago, there was the, the March Shredness where they're talking about uh, 80s songs. And, you know, he wrote about Dream Warriors, which was uh, featured, I think it was in what was it? Nightmare on Elm Street three or something like that. And, you know, he ended up talking, I think about like how Robert Eglund, you know, was doing cocaine with the band and things like that. So, 
you know, the idea is like, you know, who, you know, these writers tend to have certain connections with these songs, which is why they're so interested in writing about them in the first place. And so they end up taking them in like a lot of different directions. Like another writer, I remember, I think it was two or three years ago, Elena Passarello, who is one of my favorite nonfiction writers. She wrote about Return of the Mac and it was a video essay about her listening to Return of the Mac for 24 hours straight. Oh, boy. <laughs> and so, the, the, like I said, and, and you know, those two ideas can kind of give you a sense of of where, um, you know, writers can end up taking it. So, like, you know, just as a recap of last year, for example, it was about March Badness. The two finalists were Captain and Tennille and Charlene, which, which <laughs> you know, we, I think we may have touched upon them very briefly when we recorded the podcast, but... I don't think any of us expected it to go that far. No. And so, yeah, you talked about Muskrat Love being the number one bad <laughs> song of all time. So, yeah, it, like I said, you know, and that, but that's part of the beauty of it. It's like we could talk about the music, but then, you know, once the essays come into play, which we won't know until they're revealed starting tomorrow, we're recording on the 28th of February. Tournament begins March 1st. And so we won't know how how the essays relate to the songs until the until they drop, if you will. Um, so yeah, it's and that's part of the beauty of trying to prognosticate as what's going to go far and what might not. And that can make a difference, like if you maybe re- realize because it's also what's cool about you mentioned video, they met listen for twenty four hours or they did a video essay. It's like how did it could become about? I heard about the song because. It was played in the background of 30 seconds on some random movie or TV show. I watched like mm. not even when it came out, like in 2002 or something, like not even in the time frame. Like those are interesting to read. Just like I felt, I fell in love with the song or I had this special, who knows, listen to it, my a family member, a dad, a kid, a brother, whatever, cousin, girlfriend, boyfriend, like, oh, it hit me there because of this. And so those are all exciting and fun to read. And they vote like, was it Twitter and the website, correct? On March? Yeah. What's, what's their Twitter? I know they changed the website name. Is it just March? What is their it's, Twitter? Uh, uh, March X N E S S. Okay. So same as the website. Yeah. Just making sure there. So is it, are they doing any playing games now or is it just strictly 64 and we go ahead no, and start? Strictly 64. Yeah. No planes like before. Cause I remember the last couple of years, like, all right, we got the plane brackets. Get in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think they're doing that this time around now. All right, let's let's get to the regions here. So we ha- we know we here's the thing we don't discuss this beforehand. So we kind of not that we wing it, but we kind of authority you guys, and we can all handle right right everybody. I guess what we do. Right. So let's start with you, Brandon. Um, in the first round, like we're not gonna pick like a certain bracket area, but like what was a? Let me actually let's start with this. this. is a simple question. What was like a surprise song that you forgot about, or you didn't know the name about, or the band, but you've heard it a million times? Like, oh, that's who that is. Was there some band on there that you saw like, oh yeah, those guys? I think I'd go with, for me, it was, uh, I think I would go with, uh, scanning through the bracket, so. Let me oh, that's okay. There's a lot of songs there. Through here. Yeah. See, you um, can throw to people and don't prepare yourself. Like, wait, we're doing what? <laughs> 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 um, I'd go with, uh, I completely forgot about these guys. Mud Honey. Um, Touch Me, I'm Sick. I knew of them. And this is gonna be so random. Um, the movie, uh, oh, what was the movie? Tommy Boy. Not Tommy Boy, I'm sorry, Black Sheep. Um, I knew of them because of that movie. They played like me, they played maybe like 10 minutes, a 10 minute clip. This was when the Chris Farley character was doing something, I don't know. Something crazy. Yeah, something crazy. But I remember, but it was like, 
because my curious nature, I wanted to look up Mud Honey, and I was like, oh, I'm interested. I completely forgot about Touch Me, I'm Sick. Touch Me, I'm, um, I'm Sick. So I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't checked that out in a while. It, whatever, Black, that movie came out. So I was like, oh, okay. Check that out. I completely forgot about these guys. And it's like, you know, with, with, with all these brackets, it, you just, these last few years just sort of helped you dig up old classics. So, but the Mud Honey one, I was pretty surprised. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What about you, Matt? Any song that you thought, like, hey, who's this? I forgot about these guys or didn't know the name? Sort of. Yeah, I mean, in a, in a different sort of sense where, you know, I, I, for, I don't even remember where I rediscovered Bikini Kill. But I discovered them, I discovered, I remembered another song of theirs sometime last year, you know, Sugar. And, you know, based off of that, I, you know, I looked at Rebel Girl and I listened to it. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I really dig this. And like, I hadn't really thought about them in, I guess it would be at least like almost 20 years at this point. So is this playing through or do you guys not hear this? I'm curious. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah, okay, I have my headphones on. That's what's coming through. So I'm like, all right, let's make sure I figure out how to pick it up here. So this is part of Bikini Girl. Because last time I'm like, I don't, I put both earphones on. I'm like, nothing is it working. So like this is, you know, and I like it because it's no frills and it's like, it yeah. just kind of, it's in your face the entire time, which to me, more than anything, is really what grunge is all about. No, I agree. That's a good one. So like, I've never heard that song and that particular one. I have it, um, where does it have on my bracket here? I had it, uh, I don't have to get to Rage Against the Machine, so it's like, uh, that's a tough one for me. I don't think I had it winning because our Rage song is still really good. Oh, yeah. So, um, well, what are we doing here? It's like, come on, that's like one of the tougher songs to me. This one, I had a couple, but like this one, I went with the, the low song by Cracker. I'm like, I, I'm like, cause I heard, I'm like, okay, I know who it is. I heard it before, but I'm trying to remember exactly. But like, this is kind of in between. Like, this may not even really fit if you think about it, but it kind of does once it starts to get to go, gets going. But, like, I heard this, I'm like, I've heard it before. But isn't there some other, like, white rapper guy named Cracker? Isn't there some guy like that, some weird... You might be thinking of Uncle Cracker. Maybe that's why I was like, this can't be him. I'm like, no, it's not them. But I was like, there's something familiar about the name. And I'm like, I'm like, am I even going to listen? I'm just going to pass on whoever instead? That's the difference between you and me, Jeremy. I've sung this song at karaoke in the past. No, I've heard it. Like, I just didn't know, like, who sang it or anything. Like, I'm familiar with the song, heard it a ton. But I see the name, and I'm like, wait, there's that guy... This can't be him. It can't be that person. No. And it compared, clearly wasn't. And I'm glad no, it was not. Jeremy, compared to uh, Uncle Crack, this is actually this is actually better than. Well, I know. No, oh, I, yeah. I agree. I'm just saying the name miles away. No, it totally <laughs> is. But I remember the name. I'm like, I know it's. I don't remember what song they sing, but we've you know, you know the name because there's like one or two songs that have that were popular at some point. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, okay, let's just listen to it. Cause I'm like, I'm not just gonna skip a song. It's stupid because there's bands I don't know. I'm like, oh no, this is one I actually know and like. I just didn't know the name or the artist about it. All right, so let's get to this. Let's get to uh, – I'll start with you, Matt. We have the same opinion here. What was, like, the toughest bracket to go through? 
Cause we kind okay, of. So if you're thinking in terms of region, and this is going to be really hard to visualize if you're not looking at it. Um, so you, can, you can go to the web, you can go to the website, you can look at it yourself. For me, it was top right. Top because right? I look at, I look, yeah, cause I look at the, the top four seeds in that region. And maybe now's a good time to point out that the seeding was largely rooted on, on markers of popularity as best as the selection committee, which is basically just, um, you know, Ander, Ander Monson and, and someone else whose name escapes me. I, I apologize if, if they happen to be listening at some point, but you know, the sales and ubiquity tends to tie into a higher seed in this tournament. And so I look at the top right section. I see Allison Chains. I see Nine Inch Nails, Smashing Pumpkins, and Foo Fighters as one, two, three, four. Yeah. And that's, that's hard. That's a, that's a hard region to navigate because I love all of those songs. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm not particularly fond of Smashing Pumpkins in particular because I've always made the argument that Billy Corgan sounds a lot like Steve Urkel, in my opinion. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> not that I can listen to get that together. <laughs> But you know that. But then you know you look further down and you see you know tools in that region. Yes. Presidents of the United States of America is in that region. Uh, you know, butthole surfers is in that region. And and you know there's a lot of potential for upsets. I think, but there's also just as much potential that you know most, if not all, of those high seeds could just roll through based on how good those songs are. And I was gonna say, Matt, uh, tools sitting at a ten seed. I was looking at. I looked yeah. at that bracket. Ten, tools a ten seed. That's like that's low. Mm-hmm. Um, Everclear, I feel about Everclear either way. You know that that's another that's like a, for me a one one a one b scenario. But but yeah, and then like you said, Matt, that that bra- that bracket is rough terrain. Yeah. All right, is that your pick in Brandon top right? Um, top right was 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 number two for me. I was looking at bottom left. So and we all have different ones here. All different. Yeah, that's the um <laughs> for me, it's Nirvana, Live, Collective Soul, Back, you know, uh Radiohead, the aforementioned Cracker and yes. Stoneful <laughs> Pilot. And I was sitting here looking through it and it's like, Oh god, Weird Al Yankovic's an eleven seed and that song do with that. No, do with that, that song. Which get rid of it. Come on. I'm sorry. Still I'm, counts. I know. I know. It still counts. It still counts. But it's not gonna win. <laughs> yeah. We didn't think Captain Tennille was gonna win. Uh, Fair point. The, you know. <laughs> so it's like, as as I mean, Matt Sprackney, the top right was is also difficult. Bottom left is no cakewalk either. Um, and I think I and I think I would like uh. Just my personal preference. I think I like Collective Soul to win it. Um, I have a soft soft spot for that, for that group and that song, sort of that. We'll get hard past, you know, sort of like the heyday of Grunge. I'm jumping ahead. Go go ahead. Mine's top left. So, like, again, you got these Pearl Jam, Offspring, Weezer, REM, Green Day, Better Than Ezra. Like, I pick, like, throughout those, like, I'm looking through them, like, even some of the songs, like, that Pearl Jam song, Cordry, I'm like, okay, I kind of remember it. But then, like, even looking at who they're going up against, like, who the heck is Local H, Battle for the Form? Like, that song's really good, too. But, like, they're not going to be Pearl Jam. Because for the type of song it is, for Pearl Jam, it's in this bracket, it fits much better. And I just like it better. But, like, like even they have Garbage there, I'm like, okay, is that song really good? You listen to it, I'm like, it's only good because it has the one, ver- the, like, the chorus part, the beginning where it's really good. Then it kind of goes back. I'm like, that's the only time people actually like that song, I think. 
like when they start sell doing that part when they meet the title happy when it rains when they do that part i'm like okay that's when people like the song in my opinion or maybe it's just me but besides i'm like yeah whatever so they don't win but like that one <laughs> i felt was very difficult overall like like offspring and pearl jam song those were like that was a crazy crazy bracket for me i thought that was one of the tougher ones to go through and pick and like top right, I don't like Allison Chains, but they won a couple songs because I know it's good, but it's not my thing, but it's better than what they're going up against. But yeah, that one, whew, that was tough. I'd say bottom right was, eh, not too difficult to pick for me. Even though I didn't pick the number one seed to go all the way through and Soundgarden there. Now see, as far as that top left bracket is concerned, like, I feel like you're spitting a lot of hot takes here. Well, what do you, come on, what do you, what do you get that? <laughs> and, and maybe that's a, maybe that's a, a lead into the, to the next question that I had in mind is, you know, do you see any of these, like maybe let's say top two seeds as being a real danger to get UM, UMB seed in round one? And I look at Corduroy and as much as I love Corduroy. I thought possibly I was thinking about that. Found for the floor. It's yeah. a very, very hard matchup for them. It is. Like here, I here. think so. I would, I would love to like, hear Brandon say on this. Like, this is a very good song. I was close to picking them. I'm like, I just couldn't. This should be much higher than 16. It should be. And then, yeah. but that's why, that's why I think it's a real threat to take down Corduroy. So, what's your pick then? Who'd you pick then, guys? That, that's what I'm saying. I, I took down for the floor in that oh, one. I think I did too. No, I think man, I, I think I did too. I, <sighs> that's fine. That's fair. I just think I just, you know, rela- rela- next to Nirvana and Alice in Chains and Soundgarden, that just you know, Corduroy is a very precarious one seed in my opinion. I I agree, it's maybe high, right. but the song itself is still really good. Mm-hmm. And just to transition over, you know, to, to make sort of the um, college basketball analogy, uh, Pearl Jam Corduroy is a one seed. It kind of smacks. What was that year? The year Wichita State got to the final. Oh. Four. No, 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 not, not, no, 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 not undefeated. Um, not the Kentucky, or they played it like round two. <laughs> no, 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 not that. Um, they got to the, they got to the uh, final four as a, as a nine seed. Okay. Yeah. A one seed Gonzaga. That's Pearl Jam. I wouldn't be shocked if Pearl Jam wins, but wins the first, the one sixteen. Even though I had um, down for the floor winning, uh, but I could see Pearl Jam not making it out of the round of thirty two. A la. Yeah, New Mexico losing to Harvard 15-2 I saw in person. Yeah. <laughs> Where the Pete Beat reporter was like, I didn't bring clothes for another day. I need to go shopping tonight. <laughs> Sitting there at the, uh, whatever it's called, where the Jazz play at the moment, at the, whatever year it was, Delta Center or something, or I don't remember if it, what it was, Vivint or something, but, like, yeah. but that song, like, that yeah. song, like, it's right, like, Pearlson's either going to lose or probably win the whole thing, or be Final Four, win the whole thing. That's the swing, because after that, like, if they're going to be getting, say, the Offspring or Mudhoney or, like, Weezer or Green Day or Better Than Ezra, it's like, I think they're better than all those other songs. This first matchup is probably, like, I have to go listen again, but this takes time to go through and listen to the song. So I encourage you all to go do it, the playlist that's set up and made. But that those two together in the first round, like, that was probably almost the hardest pick out of anything out here. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, was there another pairing you guys thought in the first round that, like, it was that close? Like, especially considering discrepancy of seeding between a high and a low. See, I don't know. I, I guess I, if I were going to point to another one, I'd go to that bottom right bracket. I look at the breeders as a two seed with cannonball. 
going up against Fishbone and Sunless Saturday because I think of the breeder, I think of the breeders like I, I like that song, but it's it smacks of being an overseed for some reason. Yeah. And so I think, you know, depending on how, how, you know, how receptive people are, voters are to the essay, that seems yeah. like another one for where it could get knocked off a lot sooner than a lot of people would expect for almost the exact opposite reason where you know, maybe the familiarity isn't as high and, and, you know, the, the 15 seed, you know, fishbone may not necessarily be as strong as local H, but, you know, in a situation like that, you never know. And it seems like it could go either way at first glance. I went with, um, Real quick, uh, for me, the, the, to answer your question, Jeremy, you said it was, what was the hardest one to sort of pick yeah. out of this bracket? I, I went with, um, I kind of went with the obvious, I guess, uh, Everclear and Presidents of the U.S., Presidents of the USA. Yeah, that's pretty close. Um, that was just, okay, you know, just for me personally, myself, it was like, oh, I had to go back and listen to both of them because just, yeah. <laughs> Because like like here's Everclear, it's like a head to tail thing. Because Everclear here, it's like it's more like a Weezer type song than more what you're thinking about yeah. in the actual grunge sense. Where it's good, it has those aspects, but it's a bit different, but still a really good song, just different. Right. So that one was tough for me, but I uh, who'd you pick of that one then, Brandon? Who is your choice? I had to flip a coin. I had to flip a coin. Um, I I went with Everclear at the end. Um. Oh, this one's tough to beat, man. Starts off hot, starts going at you. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's why it's like, dang it. I think <laughs> it's. Hey, we're not. We're not. No, we're not, no pick is wrong here, but we're just. It's just. It's. It's hard. That's what makes it's, it tough. It makes right. it fun. So let's do this. How do we want to proceed, Matt? Because I finally finished my bracket. I've been as we've been talking, you're probably gonna be clicking away a little bit here and there, trying to make some tweaks after hearing. So. Do the essays come out as they vote so you can read the essay and vote before it closes, right? Is that how it yeah, works? Yeah, so it's, so essentially you get 24 hours to vote you know, beginning tomorrow, and I think they're, they have them out, listed out for four matchups per day, if I'm not mistaken, at least for the first round, and then they kind of whittle it down after that. Um, I'm pretty sure you can find the entire schedule on the website, but as you mentioned earlier, you can vote on the site and also on Twitter because they account for both. So yeah, starting tomorrow, it's essentially four matchups per day. And it looks like here you could submit a vote for, oops, there goes my computer buzzing, but you could submit your bracket to, prizes are available apparently it says here. Mm-hmm. So there's an email on there. If you go to the front website on marchexnus.com, it's underneath the bracket, the far right. It's, uh, just marchexnus at, marchexnus at the diagram.com. So just marchexnus. Yeah. Ex- and, yeah, and you need to do it by 7 a.m. on March 1st. So if you're listening to this, hopefully we'll get this up uh, sooner rather than later on no, Sunday. It, it'll be up Sunday night. Don't trust so me. So it'll I'll, be a you know, <laughs> quick turnaround for you music enthusiasts out there. Yeah. And then also, just a quick note, when I did mine, when you open up the um, – I did a Google Doc. So when you open it, you, you have to either request access or just make a copy, and then you can edit as you please. Yeah. So just be aware of that. It's like, I can't type in here. Just make a copy in Google Sheets, and then you can just create your own and save it and send it. That's what I'm doing actually right now. I'm going to email shortly. All right, so <laughs> how do we want to go through the brackets? You're like, it's a lot to go through song by song. That might be a bit much. So we want to kind of give a couple thoughts on a song here and there throughout, and then we kind of give our Sweet 16 or something. Well, one thing we've done in the past is we, we we treat it like an actual bracket, and we look at the 5-12 matchups in particular. 
Okay, let's do it. You want to start top so, right? I guess. So I guess the question is, and maybe to, to focus it a little bit more, you know, which of those five seeds, you know, in the same way that we always look at, you know, the five twelve matchups in the in March Madness, which of those five seeds is most at risk of an upset in round one, in your opinion? Go first, Brandon, on this. Uh, I'll go. I see Collective Soul winning. Uh, I'd say that I again my bias. I picked that. I picked that song. Mm-hmm. Um, I see Garbage winning. I, I think I would go. The more likely is probably the Screaming Trees one. Mm-hmm. Um, just I didn't remember it. You know. Just again, point to much as my personal bias. I'm probably gonna upset somebody who's a big Screaming Trees fan. I'm sorry, uh, but <laughs> you know, I I just well known five seeds: Garbage, Collective Soul, Butthole Surfers. We mentioned. I, I think Screaming Trees just loses out. Just I see that. I see that one as the five seed. Falling. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd agree, to be honest. You know, just. Which not, I think says a, I think says less about screaming trees in my opinion and more about the refreshments. Of the refreshments, right? And again, a lot of these, and we even and we've experienced it. We've done this for maybe how long have we done these? March? Three. This is yeah, three or four hey, years. Yeah. Remember, right. we have the one loss podcast because I screwed up. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. So I think this is year four of us doing it, but only three have been actually published. <laughs> uh, it, it just, uh, we get. <laughs> You get a lot of these five twelves that are just, or four thirteens, or even one sixteens. They're just, man, how do we pick this one? But yeah, sorry, sc- sc- sorry, screaming trees. But here's that song, the Banditos. You wanna? It's pretty good. Like it gets going too. Like it's not super popular from what people have heard before, but it's something where, if you like this type of music, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, I can get into the song. Right. And so. It's a little bit. Mine was different. I, I agree. This this one I marked because it was like a close one. Put a couple of like X's next to it. Um, but the one actually I mentioned before was the one with garbage. I'm like I did not pick them to win because that song is only good at points. So I like went with in the meantime to actually win that one as the five twelve. That's my I believe it's my only upset I have. Um, let's see. I almost went to Lemonheads to beat to win that one, but I did not go with them. But that's the only one I chose as a five twelve for to move on, just mm. because. Like, again, the garbage song, everybody knows it, but it's like, is it popular because it's in every movie or commercial here, or is it because it's really good? And so if your song gets input in a TV spot or radio spot or something, like, okay, it gets more, that's where the popularity comes into, Matt. Because what are they taking to sales? YouTube, clicks, stuff like that, I'm assuming? As best as they could, yeah. Yeah. And so that's probably why, it's not like, again, most of these songs, like, there's probably only a couple where I'm like, that's not a good song out of this whole list. Like, there's very <laughs> few that I'm like, I don't like. But I can like more than others, and that was my only one. And I almost had them like just move ahead real quick. Like I had Weezer winning because kind of simple for me. But, like that them in versus Weezer was pretty close because that Weezer song, say it and so isn't for me. Doesn't well in my opinion shouldn't really be fitting on this field. But it's still a good song. Like I still got to go with the good song, right? Yeah, I would have went Buddy Holly like for my Weezer song. Yeah, Buddy Holly. Yeah, yeah that that fits more. It has the yeah. same type of guitar type of stuff. It's a similar yeah. thing, but. Yeah. Or even the, uh, was it Surf Wax America? Or I think that's what it's called. Same type of deal. It's like those with the guitar stuff they have are, could be considered, I think, are a little bit better, even though I still like this one quite a bit. And almost anything they do, I'm like, okay, I'll listen to that because it's good. Nothing wrong with say it isn't so, say it ain't so, but just, I, I would have picked better. There's, 
better Weezer. Not yeah, it's like, me, it's like me and Nirvana. I think it's like take Penny yeah. Royalty or something better. It's like that fits more to this, but they're not bad songs. You're lifting them. But all right, so we have the – so what do we have? Each of us pick one, 12, I guess. Is that how it worked? Yeah. Think, yeah. Um, yeah, I think right. me and Brandon are on the same page about the Screaming <laughs> Trees. I apologize. Oh, I, I, I apparently hate <laughs> the other – I hate them. I'm not a fan, so <laughs> 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 it's either you hate them or love them apparently. All right, so um, who is a uh, – if we look on here, when was – here's a good question I can get to. Who was the first number one seed for you guys to get knocked out, like the soonest? Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a fight here apparently soon. Uh, mine, that's, why is that Why is it the case? Why well, I look at mine because my bracket's tiny print here. What was um, what was your reasoning? Because we already discussed it. They lose to the first round. They actually lose to like the second round. Like when are they – First round. Out? That's what I said. I had them second. I had them second round. I see. I see them. Bare it again. It's the. Um, I don't even know. It was 2013. 2013. The NCAA tournament. Um, Gonzaga. Gonzaga or Gonzaga. I promise y'all. I do talk right. The Zags. Um, yes. The Bulldogs. The Zags. Being a one seed, winning their first game but getting bounced off by a nine seed. It's sort of that scenario. They'll get. Through the 16 seed, it'll be close. Only to for only for them to lose to um. Well, my bracket had mud, but I had um mud honey, mud honey, mud honey. Okay. All right, yes. mine was Nirvana losing in round two because in bloom I'm like yeah, I could take it or leave it really. <laughs> so okay, so now I'm curious, who did you have the losing to? Nirvana. Yeah. Oh, live. Okay, I like that song quite a bit. Interesting. Yeah, that's <laughs> like this should be it should be much different than this. Because because one thing I'm really interested in, and I don't know if there's a real good way to shoehorn this in, is you know there's there's definitely like you know genre differences between songs, and and you know if you're like me, you're thinking okay, you're gonna hew probably to favor the songs that are closer to what you typically think of as being grunge, right? And so there's a certain subsect of songs kind of littered throughout the bracket that I'm very curious to see how they do. So like Bikini Kill is one, but in, in the same vein, you know, I look at a, a group like Veruca Salt or, um, you know, like I think you mentioned Garbage earlier. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking how well are the grunge groups that are headlined by female singers going to do in this bracket? Yeah. Because, you know, I, I see, see there as being a very interesting potential dark horse it, it's for, and for me you know that matchup within bloom is really too close to call i had to i'm still kind of thinking about which one i want to, to move on in that one with sunny day real estate but you know but I, but what i see the other one, right and, one? and then it's, and in the same vein you know the cranberries with zombie as a six seed in the bottom right corner you know that that quartet or quintet i forget how many bands i just listed you know those i think as a group tend to be very close to that kind of core aesthetic of what grunge is all about, in my opinion. And so I'm very interested to see how they stack up, you know, against a lot of other songs in their potential paths deep into the tournament that may not line up so well with that aesthetic. Same thing, Matt. You said the same thing. I'm sorry, I mean, I did real quick. Same thing about, you know, would you also include Hole in that too? Because when I think Hole, you know, that, to me, that's, that antithesis, uh, that not antithesis, that sort of when I think of grunge, 
they're one of the groups I think about. Definitely. That's, that's the thing with this too. They're in the bracket, so you pick who you want now at this point. It's not like we're yeah. in the mm-hmm. bracket. So that's why some of these songs, which we all agree on, may don't really fit necessarily what it is, but they're in the group. Like, so it's also a voting preference. Well, I don't really think this particular song from, say, let's just go with like Weezer. Is that really a grunge song or not? I, I don't think they really are overall. It's like you say that's your, not me, but like that's your thought, which I don't really think they're anyways, but they are, they're here. So they're in a bracket. So you pick who you want because they're, the bracket says they're what they are. However, if you want to go one step further and say, Hey, I don't really think they fit this category. And so they're out no matter what. It's like, are there any bands like that? Like you're not voting for them just because you don't feel they fit the category despite them being in the field. Ooh, ooh, can I go first? Can yeah, I go, go for it. it? Yes. Cause yeah. it points, Cause it points to, I don't know, Jeremy, if you can, or Matt, if you want to get to, um, the, group or what group that doesn't belong in this bracket but matt you kind of point matt you kind of pointed to it to the towards with the cranberries they're 11 seat a point a point uh, 11 oh okay i see what you're looking at <laughs> what what the creed what why why <laughs> okay okay can, why? I, can i can i be the creed defender for a moment <sighs> you must it's their first album their first album, which is what this this song is from, My Own Prison, actually is pretty closer. It embodies it actually does embody a lot more of what the grunge aesthetic is about than a lot of their later stuff. So like, you know, you you're probably thinking of songs like With Arms Wide Open and stuff like that, right? Right. Or it's it's, it's definitely very not grunge. Right. But like if if you go through and listen to that album, it's actually not that bad. It's actually pretty good. Right. And, and, to, and you know what, man, to be fair, I would probably just, when I looked at this bracket and I didn't get around to the Creed discography that I would, I, in my mind, I was thinking everything from like 2000 on, like, yeah, this, and this, that is. album came but, out in 1997. And it also like, and to me, I was, it was more of a shock to not see one on there ahead of my own prison because I felt like one is definitely a little bit closer to grunge as well, or at least like what you, what you might call post grunge or something post-grunge. like that. Right, and, right, and I think and I think when I first looked at the bracket, I saw I scanned through and I saw Creed. I was like, pass, you know, nah, <laughs> I'm good. Go on cranberries, you know. It's but just to to Matt to Matt's defense of Creed, um, the long pause was, was intentional. Um, <laughs> You, you had mentioned that, you know, I looked through their discography and so, oh, okay, they, they had something, they were something before they did whatever they did. So, mm-hmm. all, all that being said, I had the cranberries beating up, but yeah, that was mine. <laughs> <Well, man, laughs> so what about, what about you, Jeremy? I don't think Weezer really belongs, but I like the songs I pick up to win a couple. I don't really think they're grunge at all. It's like, just because you have the random guitar riff doesn't mean you're a grunge band at all, <laughs> beginning to <laughs> end. So that's, and again, it doesn't matter. They can have one particular song, like the Creed, or not the Creed, but Creed right. <laughs> has, they can have different songs, like the Wide wide Open, or if you listen to Weezer's more current stuff or whatever, it's not necessarily, it's kind of all similar if you think about it, they're kind of the same beat. Or like if you listen to like Trippin' on the Freeway, that's more like an upbeat poppy type, poppy type of song kind of. But like overall, like even the song itself, like if the song fits, it fits, but I just don't think that band really should be in the field at all, despite me picking them to win. Because again, you're in the field, you're in the field. But that, I don't see how they really fit this genre at all. I'm very surprised when I first saw that they're on. I'm like, okay, and it's this song too. <laughs> so that's kind of my feel. Like I can like the band, but it's 
people submitted to go for, but that's what I, what I feel. I've listened to all their stuff, like, what is it, the Beverly Hills song? It's like, it's not really, you know what I mean? Like, stuff like that, which people don't really like a ton, which was still reasonably popular at the time. Or they did the, uh, what was it, they recently, they, they covered like a dozen songs, which is pretty cool. Like, cause they're pretty talented what they can do, but I just don't think they're like in this field really. Like, I don't think they should be. I had a very similar. Africa. Yeah. Yes. That was okay. one of them. Yeah. And no ones. scrubs. They, yeah. No scrubs. They did a bunch. It's go check out the teal album. It, my kid, like me and my kids, like, let's listen to it. Like, sure. And they, they like the song and like, aha's on there and some other stuff. It's a, it's a, it's pretty entertaining. It's pretty a little different type of thing to listen to. See what you said about Weezer. I had almost the exact same thoughts about Beck. Yes. Yeah. I like, I, I like Beck. I like Odele. I like Loser. Yeah. I do not think Loser belongs in this bracket. What? Would yeah. that, would, would, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm, yep. And, I, and I'm, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking Soylent Paradore. I think it's going to be a loser in round one. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon the pun. <laughs> I see the shit there, Matt. Like, it's, it's close. I think this is more long as like what Creed put in there. It's not much different, I don't think. Like, I think they're kind of similar. Mellow to be considered grungy. Yeah, that's a fair point. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. We also got the accordion, accordion in here. Why don't we all just say Weird Al and move on? Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. That's a fair point. <laughs> all right. So let's go. Like, let's do our, um, <clears throat> should we do what, Sweet 16, I guess, to kind of go in that round and kind of see where we're at to kind of blast through this, not to bore everybody with our picks. I haven't even thought that far ahead yet. Can we narrow it down to the final four, maybe? Sure. I, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, I feel, okay, sure. Okay, let's just let's do that, because we're here at 45 minutes. We can kind of wrap this up here in about 10 or so. So, sure, go, Matt. You want to – let's start with them. We can all, do you want to do all four at once, or do you want to kind of go one by one with everybody? Uh, we can go one by one. All right, so you, let me get my note up here so I can keep track. So, go first. Who's your um, – let's start with top left. Who do you have, I guess, advancing in kind of a Y type of deal? So this one was definitely the most wide open one for me because, like I said earlier, I think Corduroy is at risk of, of getting bounced very early. And then beyond that, it seems like a number of songs, in my opinion, could could make a run depending on how things unfold. So I sort of played it safe. And I think that I think that considering its path to the final four, the doll parts yeah, it may not be the most exciting path. I think it's a very kind of workmanlike path to the final four. But I have them beating Buffalo Tom in round one. I have them beating better than Ezra in round two. And then I think regardless of whoever comes out of that other grouping, like, you know, REM is fine. And, and Green Day isn't necessarily my cup of tea. But I think it can beat any of those teams to get there. And so, you know, I think the only thing that might upset them is whether or not Corduroy makes it out of round one. Because I think... Of all the other teams, I could see it coming out of the other side of that bracket. To me, it comes down to either like Bound for the Floor or Corduroy. I think, you know, the other, the other songs don't really stack up in my opinion. So it may not be the most exciting choice, but that was the one that I ultimately settled upon. So again, a doll part, you say, is number yeah. two going to make it. Okay. That's your pick. And this is the song hole right there, which starts off a bit slow, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get it. All right, so uh, Brandon, what do you got for this or for this region? Uh, for the top left. Top left, yeah. yes. Top so left. make sure you're okay. racking up, people. Come on. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's like the it's like the it's like the actual brackets, you know. You this year, you this year it'll be like that. There will be no west, midwest. It'll be top left, top right, whatever you want to be. <laughs> uh, I think I saw Lillard is like a one, a two, or something, something high. But um, I think I had 
going through the brackets and thinking about what happened, kind of what happened the previous few years, um, I think I have Green Day winning it all it, for no other reason other than pop, you know, the the wide variance of the voting, <laughs> you know. Um, like I said, I agree. Pearl Jam doesn't get out of the round of 32. I, I stand by that. Um, I can see Weezer and I can see Weezer getting to the Elite Eight because people like to say it ain't so. Well, people are People are people. Uh, <laughs> people have their opinions. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say that. This Dave. is a family podcast. So. <laughs> I like. I'd like Hole as my as the dark horse to win it all. I, I think. I think Hole to me is very was very good. Uh, better than Ezra also, but I, I think Green Day wins just because of the wide variance and it's a it's a name. <laughs> no, it's just a name. it's a name. <laughs> It's a name, and I. And I just, so they're so they're like Duke. Then is what you're saying. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking because, like you, Matt Green Day was never my cup of tea, even during like I never got them. Um, yeah, but yeah, I I see Green Day winning. Although I I my preference either Green Day or Weezer, but if gun to head, I go with Green Day. Did either of you? Like we know, they mentioned sixteen one. Either of you consider putting um, have whole losing in the first round? No, no. Oh man, I did. I had them losing <laughs> to Radio okay, Tom. That's fair. <laughs> Just I'm looking at my bracket upsets, but I'm like, yeah, I went with them. I listened a couple times. I'm like, that was another uh, tough one. That's yeah. what made this top left quite difficult. My ultimate pick, which like, if you've been listening closely, probably know, I ended up going to Pearl Jam pretty far. I have them winning the whole thing over. Going to like the Offspring, Weezer, and then better than Ezra, my other team going far than Pearl Jam going to the final final four there. All I just right. think like, but you're not wrong. Like the others, like the song there, like down for the floor, like that. If that was any other number, it probably gets for me. It gets anybody else would probably go nearly as far because it's that good. And I've never really heard it until like this past week or two. And that's pretty a pretty good, pretty bad shame for not knowing that song or not really hearing it. So I'll start here. I'll go bottom left. I'll just continue kind of go backwards again. So bottom left. Any big upsets I have, I mentioned Nirvana losing in round two to live because I, I think that song is, it's, I don't know, it shouldn't, this is, again, it's one of those songs where it doesn't really fit, but I still like it, so I don't care, so I'm picking it to go and win. Uh, nothing else really stood out for me, like going through, obviously, Word Out Loses. I guess I chose, I didn't have Radiohead winning because I don't like that song. So I actually, I guess one of my big picks was picking, like, the concept, their song, like, that song to win two games. Or two, whatever, two rounds, I guess. Two like, rounds. Two rounds. Like, I went that, I, that was a pretty, pretty good song. I like, but I went live going the whole way, beating Cracker to go, go up against Pearl Jam down the road. Interesting. All right. Brandon, hey, what about you? I had, uh, I had Collective Soul winning. Uh, I guess that would be the upset because I think I see, I could see a scenario where either Nirvana or Beck wins. Um, again, names. People like names. <laughs> name recognition. Uh, name recognition. It's what sells. Uh, but yes, I, 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 I picked Collective Soul to win out and, and beat. I had Radiohead actually. Collective Soul, Radiohead going and, uh, would be the final, final eight. Uh, but with Collective Soul winning. <laughs> All right. Now, see, like, for me, this was a very easy decision once I saw how things laid out. And it may be unexpected, but like on its face, I don't think it is. I'm looking at Temple of the Dog as a six seed. 
And I'm thinking not only is it underrated or underseated in this bracket, but it's better than a lot of the songs ahead of it in the bracket. Some of the higher seeds. Like, I think it's better than Collective Soul. I think it's better than Radiohead. I think it's better than Sunset Violets. And if you want to talk about name recognition, you're talking about a band that had both Chris Cornell and Eddie Vedder. That's a good point, yeah. Good point, yeah. And so I think I think it's going to do a lot of damage that maybe a lot of other people don't expect in this bracket. So I have them beating Rue Gasalt in the Elite Eight to get to the Final Four. Interesting. So you go with Okay, that's a good one. No. I, I at the very least had it to beat Weird Al. Um, <laughs> you know. Weird tough, Al. Right? <laughs> I, I, I think at least I had it going to the uh, last, the, six, the, sweet, the Sweet 16. Yeah, you know. Because no, I think yeah. I like it. Because I... Like to Matt's point, it's better. I like it. I like its chances better than Radiohead, Cracker, Stone Temple Pilots, which I was never a big fan of those guys. Oh, no, 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 never mind. I'm thinking of something else. But yeah. so, no, what? What about top right then, Brandon? Who do you got there? Ooh, right. Group group uh, of death. Yeah, for you guys. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> I I think I had. I I wanted I wanted to pick Tool so bad. Um. I just have a soft spot for for tool. Um, I think I think I again I went to with the name recognition and I think I went with um, Nine Inch Nails to win it. Jeremy, how about you? You don't don't seem happy about it, Brandon. Uh, I'll probably change it tonight. Uh, I'll probably change it before this podcast is. No, but, no, we're good. We're in pencil still. Pens not until tonight, tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- I was looking over all my brackets I, as I'm looking at it. Top left, number one seed. Bottom left, <laughs> like a, what are they? They're, I guess they're an eight seed, or whatever. But I went with a seed that is lower, an eleven seed. So I went with President of the United States to go through to the final four. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> I just, like listen to him like. Like you ever mentioned, I don't care for Alice in Chains. Like I know the song's fine. I like the Butthole Surfer songs, Tool and Nine Inch Nails, whatever. I'm not a huge sorry, Brand, not a huge fan of them, but they're fine for what they have. Um, no, try to be nice. No, I know <laughs> it's just whatever. It's fine. It's just again, it's like it's fine. I get it, but I'm not gonna like put on repeat forever. But like hmm. that song, like I lump. It's like something where just to, tuning in and listening to what everything else has on here from within the group and kind of what the song. I'm trying to play it here, Mike. Phone is working properly, but it's like it gets going like right away. This is kind of stuff I like more, a little more fast paced and get going. It just hits your face right away and just goes. And out of everything else, I'm like, like anything else can change for me. It's like too kind of metally a little bit. If that makes sense, kind right. of more for this. My taste in general, I'm not like a metallic or a huge metal fan. There's a couple of stuff here and there, but like for what it does, like I like it's kind of a mix of what I really like and kind of what this is about. And so like I, that's why I went with that song because it's kind of catchy. It gets going right away. It's, I could argue it's not necessarily like a grunge type of song a little bit just because of kind of how peppy it is throughout, but again, it's in the field, so I'm picking them to go far, and they're going to beat the butthole surfers to move on to that final four spot. Now, see, for me, I think this is top to bottom the hardest region to figure out, but I also think Allison Chains is a behemoth. It is, but I just don't like it. That's my opinion, whatever. I think I think that that song is going to roll very easily into the final four. Should it though? Yes. Why? Why should it? Think of the okay. So 
think of like its cultural cachet. Like one, Alice in Chains is one of the central groups of like, you know, when you think of grunge, they're like one of the handful of bands that you tend to think of. But then on top yeah. of that, it also has the cultural cachet of having been featured on the single soundtrack, which is perhaps the number one kind of cultural item that really kind of catapulted the entire genre of music into the mainstream. And so I think for, for those reasons, like that, that extra level of familiarity and just kind of like its centrality to what grunge is all about makes it a really easy choice in what is admittedly a field or a region full of real contenders, in my opinion. No, I can't disagree. It's not, it's like, it's a fine song. I just don't care for it. That's all I can say. Like, I have no good argument. Like this stuff right here, like this is what you think of grunge stuff, like this type of stuff. So maybe my, Metally parts a bit off a little bit, but which but this is, is like this is also like core to my childhood too. Like is that know, too? Yeah. Dirt came out when I was like eight years old, <laughs> and, and I didn't understand like the angry subtext or anything like that. Yeah. But like you know, this is the kind of stuff I was listening to after Little League games when I was like ten. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so it's it's also very near and dear to my heart, which is why relative to everything else, like I think it's gonna roll. Gotcha. So what about bottom right? What do you got? Okay, as for my bottom right, because Matt picked on me to go first this time, which is fine. <laughs> bottom right, it's, uh, oh, my bracket's gone. Where'd it go? No, my bottom right bracket. This bracket, let's say it was easy or hard, but it was just kind of, uh, it was just there. Because none of us picked it as a difficult one or like the most tricky one to get out there. Because you have Stone Guard and I was at top seed. I went with, um, I didn't go with Rage to go the whole way to the final four in this group. So beating, like the Cranberries, which is, uh, it's, I like the Cranberries too, like when I was young, like they were like one of my favorite bands, like in what, junior high or something, or even younger, I think. But that, like the Flaming Lips, I'm like, those bottom four, like 7, 10, 2, 15, like, yeah, you got the Breeders, you got, again, the Flaming Lips and stuff, but like, I just felt the Rage song was good enough to kind of bypass those to not be too concerned. Like my number one seed, I had them losing to Blur. Even though song two is kind of too catchy and oh, we need a good song to play real quick. Let's just play Blur. It's like two minutes when we get out of here. You know what I mean? <laughs> One of those yeah. songs when you're on the radio. It's like, all right. Oh crap. We, who programmed this wrong? We got to get a quick song in here. So I'll play Blur. And it, and it can literally go on almost any station except for like country essentially. And, but I just went with Rage to go because that song is, it's just good. That's all I got to say. When I, when I think it's good and Blur, it was a simple, Blur could be the popular thing that you guys mentioned before. We all have like, the name recognition, whatever, and it was Blur. They have this and like what one other song, essentially, what they're known mm-hmm. for. And right. they're like, oh, I know song too. We'll go that. They'll move on. Go. They'll beat. Who's the screaming trees? I don't know. They'll beat them. I don't care. They're gonna move on and keep going. <laughs> or Banditos or whatever you want to say about those songs and bands. But I thought Rage was more in bodies of what what should be done in this bracket. But again, I'll say it another time. Drew in the field it doesn't matter. You get to pick who you want because there's these 64 teams. But I go with Rage to go up against POTUS in uh. Final four. Brandon, you want to go first? Or you want me to? Uh, I'll go. Um, I went with um, like Jeremy. I went with Rage um, to win it all. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I think I think I did. I had Rage beating um, Soundgarden in the final of that bracket. Um, because I think I like them to get over Bikini Kill, over the Cranberries, and then. 
bad. Zach Darden beating Jane's addiction. I I wasn't a fan of Mountain Song. I, James James had some other stuff I liked, but I think I had but I had Rage beating Soundgarden in that side of the uh of the bracket and getting to the final four on the top bottom. All right, Matt, who, who are you going for to me? Watch? I love Soundgarden. I think Super Unknown might be my number one favorite album, top to bottom of all time. I think Fell on Black Days is not the song I would have chosen for this tournament. <clears throat> and so I wanted to, I wanted so badly to pick them for the final <laughs> four, but I couldn't do it. And I think ultimately, and it, for me, it was a coin flip between, <clears throat> excuse me, between the Cranberries and, you know, one, one that you mentioned very briefly in passing, Jeremy, a minute ago, Placebo is a personal mm-hmm. favorite of mine. <clears throat> and so for me, this one was definitely more of a gut thing. Then the, most of the rest of them, like I, I wanted to pick Fell on Black Days, but it, it's not the song I would have chosen. And I think relative to Pure Morning in particular, that would be my pick. And so that I've got them going up against Alice in Chains in the final four. So, sorry, say it again who you have? Placebo? Pure Morning from Placebo. Okay, I was looking there. I was like, wait, okay. Who was your top writing? Because apparently I didn't type it down here. Uh, that would be Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains. Yeah, freaking whatever. Come on. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> All right, so final four here. Let's get our picture. I'll, I'll just start first because we'll wrap it up here in a moment. So my final four, top left, Pearl Jam versus Live, POTUS versus Rage against Machine. My championship will be Pearl Jam versus POTUS. Good enough for you guys. Do you care? Any thoughts? <laughs> Throw me under bus. That, that's fair. And, and, I, and that's a, that's the beauty of a tournament like this is like you know you ne- you literally don't know how things are going to unfold. You're right. Could we yeah. remember Captain Seal? Captain whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. So who's your title game, uh, Matt? Title match. I've got I've got Hunger Strike over Doll Parts, and I've got Alice in Chains over Placebo, and then I've got I've got Temple of the Dog. Going all the way. Yeah. Oh, did I mention my winner all the way, or did I not say that? I believe you did, but we can mention it again one more time if you want. President of the United States wins the whole thing for me, which is quite all shocking right. for Ooh. me going through this, so I go with him to win it all. All right, Brandon, what do you got? I had um, my final four, Green Day, Collective Soul, Nine Inch Nails, Rage. I had Collective and Rage, Collective Soul and, and Rage in the um, championship game with Rage winning at all. Oh, that's a good one. All right, so that's our three different. Do we have? Um, I was gonna say something stupid, but never mind. I'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our champions. So Matt goes with Temple of the Dog. I go President of the United States. Brandon with Rage Against the Machine, and watch it be like um, um, Second Skin win it all somehow. I don't know. I'm kidding, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, no, no, no. Watch, a teen, no. watch Teenage Fan Club, which is a 14 seed in the bottom left. Watch them beat Radiohead and then beat like <laughs> beat Weird Al and then somehow get past like. Like stone of a pilot or something like that to get all the way. Oh, so you can never three, know. I mean, it's gonna be something win. like that. Watch oh no, win. no, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Okay, let's wrap up on this. Who's like a team, like or what? I keep saying team. You know what I mean? A song or just like a dark horse that might kind of uh, win it all, like that we didn't pick that you could see them winning it. Not even like a dark horse, like any seed that's not your personal favorite that you think that could win it all. Matt, you want to go? Mm. Yeah, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Give me Dinosaur Jr. What? Okay. Because, again, underrated song, favorable matchups, I think, especially if it can get past Soundgarden. 
you know, I think it, I think it stacks up very well against the other songs that I like potentially coming out of this bracket, like, you know, like the refreshments, like Blur. But again, it's, it's mostly comes down to who comes out of the bottom part of that bracket, because I think it's going to have a really hard time getting past, you know, either, either of those two songs that I picked there, but we'll see. All right. What do you got, Brandon? I think, I think I'm going to go with like the team, like the team. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I'm I'm probably gonna go with uh the shocker of them all. Will probably probably be back and loser. I mean I'm not a not a whole. I mean I wouldn't be surprised if they win. Just again name recognition, guys. Name recognition. So who's the biggest name on here? Is it just Nirvana? Like who would be the biggest name on here? Uh, like I'd say Nirvana. Nirvana. Probably for nostalgia. Green Day. Yeah. Green Day would probably be probably. He's just still going strong and Weezer uh, too a bit. Weezer. Uh, but most of these are kind of one hit yeah. wonders kind of. Not yeah. one hit wonders, like one, one or two songs. Um, yeah, there aren't, there aren't a lot of these bands that are still going at the same level that they were in the, in the, the early to mid nineties. I guess the only ones that could be more, more popular might be what? Foo Fighters? Possibly. Is that about Foo it? Fighters, yeah. Yeah, they've, oh, they've yeah, kind of hit Fighters. a steady cruising altitude by this point. Yeah. yeah. I guess, yeah, and Weezer's kind of, they're still just putting stuff out, but they're, I don't know, they're, I guess, close to the area. But my pick, I guess it'd be the one who I have going pretty far. Like, we mentioned before, like, the 16 seed, Bound for the Floor, might, I'm just going to go with them. Why not? It's, like, probably top five song of the whole group here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that good. And, like, it's going to be hard because, okay, people know Pearl Jam. People know The Offspring. People know Weezer. Like, look, people know Green Days, like, who they're going up against. Like, that's probably the best, the REM's in there, too. Like, that's pretty good. And then a whole as well, like the, all the band names, like that has bracket, as we mentioned, probably has the most name recognition, most popularity. And so a song or band that people aren't familiar with might just bypass unless you actually go in and listen to it. But I would recommend listening to them and finding other stuff for them. But like that one, if they can get by, because how, it, it's, it's a tough thing. It's like, it's like, again, like you mentioned Duke, UNC, but okay, we have UNBC, we have Weber State winning, we have Bucknell winning against Kansas. It's like, Okay, we know that it's good, but it's Pearl Jam. Come on, guys. It's Weezer. Come on. They're not going to go past them. And so that's probably their biggest obstacle is just who is this band and song and just they might click Pearl Jam just because in the first round be done with it. Right. And that, and that's why I had, uh, you know, like Beck or Weezer, somebody like that. I wouldn't be surprised winning just, you know, people know the names. You know, I I think I heard somebody say it, you know, with the NCA tournament, we like the up, we like Bucknell beating Kansas, we like Gordon Iowa beating Kansas, but when we get to it, get towards like the Sweet Sixteen, we want Duke and Kentucky, and I think, um, and maybe UCLA, but who knows? They'll <laughs> be good again at basketball. Uh, I think we'll probably go with that. The closer we get, uh, just again, uh, just a prediction. So, we'll, so just a, just a reminder. For, for everybody listening out there, the, the, the last champions, like previous champions by year. So last year, the, the champion was a 14 seed over a 12 seed. Two years ago, 2019, it was, oh, they don't have the, it was, oh, they don't. It, was a thir- it was a 13 oh. seed over a three seed. The Crusaders. Or Crux Shadows. Or Crux Shadows, sorry. Crux Shadows over the creatures, I guess. Is that right? Yeah. So that's like 13 over 11. Uh, and then in 2018, it was a 13 seed over a two seed. 
And then I remember 2017. Way, oh, way my back goodness. in 2017, Natalie and Berulia as a 16 seed <laughs> took down a six seed OMC in the one, the one hit wonder bracket. So, so stranger things have happened and there's, a, there's a very high likelihood that someone we didn't mention here and probably multiple bands that we didn't mention here are going to make some serious runs in this tournament. You know, that's just be, how it always plays. I already, out. Know, I already know it's going to be, it's going to be the world, weird Al fans come in strong. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, weird Al. He does good what he does, but it's like, come on. Whatever. I got in the field. So I think this wraps it up here. Our random off season music funness episode where we chat about this. So the field, remember, I'll post, post this Sunday night. I'll put on Twitter too, like the links beforehand, MWC wire to kind of go see, um, the field of bracket sign up, send it in. And it, Matt, so this goes what, four songs a day essentially? Or how, yeah, what's so the frequency of voting here? Yeah. So it's four songs a day starting tomorrow, the first. Uh, and basically just continuing every single day until it's all wrapped up later in the mar- later in March. Basically about almost a month's worth, essentially. Yeah. So the, so the championship is March 29th. So basically there's a couple of, a couple of breaks in between rounds. Um, but like the first round starts on the first, goes to the eighth. Second round is from March 9 to 12 and then the 15th to the 18th. So there's, there's going to be voting going on every pretty much every day next month and we'll be sure to to retweet and keep y'all abreast of, of how things are going gotcha all right so yeah check us out follow that follow march exodus on twitter we'll be matt will probably be tweeting a bit more than i would i'll keep an eye on it but he's he'll get you'll get the updates out from him but go vote turn in your bracket have some fun let us know who your number one song is and hey if you listened to this non-football basketball show thank you it's fun it's a little different because we have a little bit of break before like conference tournaments start up and as for football Eh, there's not much going on, really. Drafts come up soon and stuff like that. Spring football, sort of. But if they even do that, because we know how it is, because gestures to everything at the moment of what's going to happen or not happen. <laughs> but, yeah, so thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll be back another day for football, basketball, whatever we do here on the podcast. And we just had a little break. This is just fun, right? We just kind of mess around and talk about other stuff. It's, it's always good, right? These yeah. are always fun. I always love doing these. So Appreciate you hopping on, too. It's always fun. Oh, yeah. All right. All right, everyone. We'll see you. See you next time.